If she should not give it up, she also becomes one who is defeated. This is Buddhist Books Podcast, episode 158, Tipitaka, part 91, in which we will continue with the Bhikkhuna Vibhanga Parajika with Parajika 3. If this is your first time seeing me, you may wish to click right up here and start with uh, the beginning of the Tipitaka playlist with Parajika 1. Now that was Parajika 1 from the Mahavibhanga. We went through the entire Mahavibhanga and finished it. And now we are on the Bhikkhuna Vibhanga. And we started with Parajika 1 of Bhikkhuna Vibhanga two episodes ago. And now we're on uh, Parajika 3. Apparently, there's eight parajika for nuns. There were only four for monks. Our special guest today, Vasudhara. I thought it appropriate. It's been a little while since she's been a guest. Um, she is a Vajrayana... Uh, we haven't used this in a little while. She is a Vajrayana Buddhist uh, wealth goddess. The story goes that someone was having financial difficulties and uh, found Lord Buddha, the original, the one and only, formerly Siddhartha Gautama, Shakyamuni Buddha, sitting, meditating in the wilderness, and asked him for help, and Lord Buddha gave him a chant to call upon the Vajrayana Buddhist wealth goddess. So uh, if that sounds a little odd, since Vajrayana came long after Lord Buddha. That's okay. That's how a lot of this is written. And uh, we'll just go with the flow when we get to Vajrayana. Um, I remember seeing someone had posted, and I thought it was a, a very... and I mean, let me know what you think in the comments below. But someone had, had posted a, an image that had Wonder Woman on one side and... I think like Supergirl or something like that on the other side. And in the center was Yeshitsogyo. And uh, it was something like Yeshitsogyo has been inspiring young women in much the same way as Wonder Woman and Supergirl has, but she's been doing it for 1,300 years. And uh, I saw the post and I was like, hey, that's a nice post. And then someone commented, whoever put this image together should be ashamed of themselves. How dare you put, uh, you know, someone so sacred on the same level as comic book characters. I, I can understand perhaps where they were coming from. They were coming from a position of not giving enough respect to comic book characters. That's just an opinion. We all have them. Um, perhaps I'm wrong. 
comment below. So she she is a wealth goddess. She is the uh, said to be the consort of Jambala, um, and she of course here is here with the Tibetan national flag, which you might notice is not one of the uh, options of flags on the emojis, the list of flags. So hashtag bring back the Tibetan flag on the emojis, right? Well, uh, yeah, I'll get started uh, momentarily, but first um, I just wanted to mention, it just popped in there, that if you're interested, I had a conversation with my friend Ryan in Korea on uh, the subject, subject of the Shramana um, movements that started in around the 8th century before Common Era, and uh, the most, you know, sort of famous time of that was the 6th century before Common Era, when folks like Mahavir were uh, teaching and active as well as Lord Buddha. So these are the rules for Buddhist nuns. Right, yeah, like them, but those were Vajrayana nuns in uh, Bhutan, and I'm not sure how many of these old school rules carry over through the centuries to Vajrayana, but um, but yeah, that's that's kind of the right idea. But these are the rules for nuns that were established by Lord Buddha um, and written down within a couple hundred years after they were established. So they're pretty well, they're as close as we're going to get to to verbatim how things went down, basically. Um, this is the Tipitaka. You might be saying, why is he saying Tripitaka in such a strange way? Tripitaka is the Sanskrit word for the Tipitaka. Um, Tipitaka is the original Pali language. So um, let's bring it back to the pre-sectarian early Buddhism. And um, I'll go ahead and uh, start with the, today's recital, shall we? At one time, the enlightened one, the Lord, was staying at Savati in the Jetta Grove in Anatta Pindika's monastery. Now at that time, the nun Tulananda imitated the monk Arita, who had formerly been a vulture trainer. I remember that. Uh, and who was suspended by a complete order. Those who were modest monks, three dots, spread it about, saying, quote, How can the lady Tulananda Imitate the monk three dots suspended by a complete order. Three dots. Quote, it is true, Lord. End quote. So presumably within the quotes are modest nuns spread it about, told the monks, modest monks spread it about, and then they told the Lord. The Lord went before the monks at the assembly and said, is it true that the lady Tulananda was imitating the monk who was the vulture trainer? Um, and they, they replied, it is true, Lord. All right. That's a lot to put in three dots, my humble opinion. Okay. Anyway, the enlightened one, the Lord rebuked them saying, quote, how monks can the nun Tulananda imitate the monk three dots suspended by a complete order? It is not monks for pleasing those who are not parentheses yet and parentheses pleased three dots. And thus, monks, let the nuns set forth this rule of training. Whatever nun should imitate him, a monk suspended by a complete order, 
one who is disrespectful towards, who does not make amends towards, one who is unfriendly towards the rule, the discipline, the teacher's instruction, that none should be spoken to thus by the nuns. Quote within quotes, Lady, this monk, suspended by a complete order, is disrespectful towards, he does not make amends towards, he is unfriendly towards the rule, the discipline, the teacher's instruction. Do not imitate this monk, lady, end quote. And if this nun being spoken to thus by these nuns should persist as before, that nun should be admonished by the nuns up to the third time for giving up this parentheses course and parentheses. If being admonished up to the third time she should give it up, that is good. But if she should not give it up, she also becomes one who is defeated. She is not in communion. She is an imitator of one who is suspended. End quote. Whatever means, <clears throat> three dots. None means, three dots. Complete order means belonging to the same communion, staying within the same boundary. Suspended means suspended for not seeing or for not making amends for or for not giving up an offense. Towards the rule, the discipline means. Toward whatever is the rule, whatever is the discipline. Towards the teacher's instruction means. Towards the conqueror's instruction. Conqueror of, you know, uh, desire. Towards the, uh, the, the enlightened one's instruction, the enlightened one. Disrespectful means he does not heed an order or a group or an individual or a parentheses formal and parentheses act. Does not make amends towards. He is suspended, not restored. Unfriendly towards means monks belonging to the same communion are called friends. He who is not together with these is therefore called unfriendly. Should imitate him means... If he becomes one of such views, of such indulgence, of such pleasures, she too becomes one of those views, of that indulgence, of those pleasures. That nun means, whatever nun is an imitator of one who is suspended, by the nun's means, by other nuns, these see, these hear, she should be told by these saying, quote, quotes, lady, this monk suspended by a complete order, three dots, do not imitate this monk lady, end quote within quotes. A second time, she should be told three dots. And a third time, she should be told three dots. If she gives it up, that is good. If she does not give it up, there is an offense of wrongdoing. If, having heard, they do not speak, there is an offense of wrongdoing. That nun, having been pulled into the midst of the order, should be told... Quote within quotes, lady, this monk suspended by a complete order, three dots. Do not imitate this monk, lady, and quote within quotes. And a second time, three dots. And a third time, she should be told, three dots. If she gives it up, that is good. If she does not give it up, there is an offense of wrongdoing. That nun should be admonished. And thus, monks, she should be admonished. The order should be informed by an experienced, competent nun. Saying, quote within quotes, let the order listen to me. 
This nun so-and-so imitated a monk suspended by a complete order. One who is disrespectful towards, who does not make amends towards, who is unfriendly towards the rule, the discipline, the teacher's instruction. She does not give up this course. If it seems right to the order, let the order admonish the nun so-and-so in order that she may give up this course. This is the motion. Ladies, let the order listen to me. This nun so-and-so, three dots. She does not give up this course. The order admonishes the nun so-and-so in order that she may give up this course. If the admonishing of the nun so-and-so in order that she may give up this course is pleasing to the ladies, let them be silent. If it is not pleasing, then you should speak. A second time I speak forth this matter, three dots, and a third time I speak forth this matter, three dots. The nun so-and-so is admonished by the order for giving up this course. You mean for not giving up this course? It is pleasing to the order, three dots, so do I understand this. As a result of the motion, there is an offense of wrongdoing. As a result of two proclamations, there are grave offenses. At the end of the proclamations, there is an offense involving defeat. She also means she is so-called in reference to the former. She becomes one who is defeated means... As a flat stone broken in half cannot be put together again, so a nun being admonished up to the third time, not giving it up, becomes one who is not a, parentheses, true, and parentheses, recluse, not a daughter of the Sakyans. Therefore, she is called, she becomes one who is defeated. Not in communion means, communion, three dots, is therefore called not in communion. Next time, we'll fill that in. Fill a few of those in from the uh, first part, Chika. If she thinks that it is a legally valid act when it is a legally valid act, parentheses, and, and parentheses, does not give it up, there is an offense involving defeat. If she is in doubt as to whether it is a legally valid act, parentheses, and, and parentheses, does not give it up, there is an offense involving defeat. If she thinks that it is not a legally valid act when it is a legally valid act, parentheses and, and parentheses, does not give it up, there is an offense involving defeat. If she thinks that it is a legally valid act when it is not a legally valid act, there is an offense of wrongdoing. Hmm. Okay. Uh, if she is in doubt as to whether it is not a legally valid act, there is an offense of wrongdoing. If she thinks that it is not a legally valid act when it is not a legally valid act, there is an offense of wrongdoing. There is no offense if she is not admonished, if she gives it up, if she is mad, if she is the first wrongdoer. Told is the third offense involving defeat. Hmm. Um, okay, a few thoughts about that. Uh, firstly... I'm going to rely on future Edward, Edward the editor, right? Editor Edward, hi. Um, to go back and find the, uh, the vulture trainer and give us a little synopsis of what he did. Certainly, it comes from Pakitia 68. A pernicious view had arisen to a monk named Arita. Our common ancestor here will be playing the role of Arita, who had formerly been a vulture trainer. 
like this. Quote, so this is Arita's pernicious view. Insofar as I understand Dhamma, taught by the Lord, it is that in following those things called stumbling blocks by the Lord, there is no stumbling block at all. Okay, okay, now you know, and future me knows, but I'm still a little confused, but it's all right. Um, so I find it interesting that she's being thrown out for imitating a monk who was not thrown out. That monk is suspended, and he, at any time, even after years, can come back and say, you know what, I've had a chance to think about it, and you, were, you guys were right, and I apologize, and uh, I won't do it anymore, and then they welcome him back in. Um, but the nun who imitates him gets cast out. A little bit of a double standard, I have to say, I don't like that. Um, but again, I'm in 2023, and they were in 6th century BC, and even if we go back 50, 60 years, there were plenty of double standards that were taken for granted in my home state and country, and around the world, there's plenty of double standards today, and I, I don't like them either, but uh, that's, that's what that is. This has nothing or very little to do with the... Uh, the core message of Buddhism, the Four Noble Truths, the Eightfold Path, uh, this is just an observation about the administration of the original order. And um, so, yeah, so there's that. Um, there's also the assumption that the nun would not come up with the misbehavior on her own. Um, what if she was doing the thing that the vulture trainer got kicked out for, but she was not imitating a monk? Maybe that'll be clarified in future rules, but somehow I doubt it. Um, so it's assumed that by misbehaving and having this particular attitude that she must be imitating one of the monks. Little odd, little, little odd. Um, what else? I guess those are my thoughts. Um, so we're learning, learning something new every day. Some of the rules I find myself going, ah, I agree with this rule, or ha ha ha, that was a fun story. And others of the rules uh, I find myself thinking, hmm, yeah, I don't like the, uh, the, the sexism, chauvinism, and uh, you know, so on uh, that, that was taken for granted in uh, 6th century BC or in the early 1960s or any time in between or before. Or since. And that's just kind of how it is. So um, I hope you learned something today. I hope on some level you enjoyed today's recital and episode. Special thanks to Vasudhara for tolerating um, us, uh, you know, men throughout history, I suppose. And, uh, and, and, and do please, you know, grant your, your wealth and prosperity to whoever is watching this right now. And, and me too, also me. Um, I will go ahead and close with the usual closing for these episodes, and I hope everyone's doing well out there. Okay. To the north and to the south, to the east and to the west, to the spirits of light among us and to the spirits below, we send out our reverent love and compassion. 
May all beings be happy. May all beings be serene. May all beings be in peace. Oh. Until next time.